Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. All right, let's find out what's doing with insurance rates since Ontarians pay the highest auto insurance rates in the country. And there are certain pockets, certainly around the GTA, where uh, these spikes are especially egregious. So say two MPPs, Guratan Singh with the NDP and Parm Gill with the Conservatives. Two separate private members bills are now before the House, hoping to tackle the inequality in rates. So what gives? Let's find out. Pete Karagiorgios is the Director of Consumer and Industry Relations with the Insurance Bureau of Canada, and he's joined us here on The Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Pete, good to have you back. Good afternoon. Hey, always good to talk to you, John. All right, and so these two individuals uh, right across the aisle have a consensus in opinion that somehow uh, they are being, or at least their constituents in Brampton are being unfairly targeted based on where they live. In other words, insurance rates based on their postal code. Does that make sense to you? Well, first of all, let me set the record straight by saying Ontario is actually number two now in terms of auto insurance premiums. British Columbia has the highest auto insurance rates now, so they've passed us in Ontario. Uh, Mm. But when you're looking at the numbers, which is what insurance companies do, or basically any business, any business is going to look at its costs to determine what the price is going to charge its, its consumers. And so... Uh, you've highlighted Brampton, and when insurance companies look at data by areas, and, and, and first of all, they're also allowed, uh, the, the provincial regulator, which is the Financial Services Commission, sets out the various uh, uh, forms, the various things that insurers can use, the various factors. You know, obviously, driving record for a person, um, the type of vehicle they drive, and also, yes, where they live, because in some areas, uh, there may be more crashes, collisions, more claims. Uh, and, and so looking at Brampton compared to the GTA or compared to the rest of the province, um, the trends that we see there are concerning and, and they're related into the premium. So, for example, the, they have more claims uh, in Brampton, 9% more often than the rest of the GTA. And when you compare their claims to the rest of the province, they have claims that are 22.9, almost 23% more often. So they've got more claims than the rest of Toronto, the GTA, and the rest of Ontario. And then when you look at the average claim size, those are you know 8.7% larger than the GTA average. And across the province, they're 26.3%. So it's kind of, it's a double whammy because you've got more claims that cost more money uh, that, that happen in that area. So that's concerning, and, and that relates to what drivers are seeing. All right, and so for MPP Guratan Singh to say uh, these rates are exorbitantly high in Brampton, quote, for no good reason, you're saying there is good reason. Well, insurance companies are so heavily regulated, they have to 
before they have their rates approved through the regulator, each insurance company has to go through approval process so that, that files the data, the numbers. And so uh, those numbers are vetted and reviewed by the provincial regulator before those rates can be charged, any rates can be charged. So they're based on facts, they're based on data, and, and it actually it's data that's available to government because it's, it's from the General Insurance Statistical Agency, which is an agency uh, that is uh, overseen by the provincial regulator. So it's the government's own data that shows that. So, um, yeah, there is uh, there's support for those figures. Right. Well, they say the average Brampton driver's annual premiums are nearly $1,000 more than the average driver in much of Toronto. So they want to amend the Insurance Act uh, so that the greater Toronto area would be classified as a single geographic area. Uh, is that like spreading out the pain? What is their thinking? Well, right now, uh, according to the the current regulations, and again, you know, we agree to the point that regulations here in Ontario are stale. There, it's overdue for for uh, uh, renewal. We need we need regulations and, and changes uh, for the insurance product that that's modernized that that really meets the needs of Ontario's drivers, which obviously it's not doing in that sense. But we want to see, and I know you look at the perspective in Ontario. Um, there are approximately 50-odd territories that can be... So if you look at a map of Ontario, you can slice it 50 different ways. Toronto, for example, the 416, can be a maximum of 10 different ways. So they're looking at reducing that, which generally, if you can think about you know, what it's going to do, it's going to sort of paint everyone with uh, a similar brush rather than... And, and what we hear from consumers all the time, you know, we, we handle thousands of consumer inquiries in, at our uh, Consumer Information Center annually, and a lot of consumers are saying, I want my rates to reflect the kind of driver I am. And the way you're going to do that is by allowing more choice rather than limiting the number of choice you have by creating one territory. So... The whole uh, the whole concept needs to be reexamined. It needs to be rethought. Um, we do have uh, things in Ontario, such as the telematics program, usage-based insurance, where people, uh, if if they want, and, and many people do, use those devices in their vehicles uh, to monitor how far they drive, how many kilometers, how far, they, how hard they brake. Uh, how quickly they accelerate. So there are some programs available. We just need to fully implement it the, the way they've done in other jurisdictions um, to uh, allow for better rating for drivers. Because, yes, good drivers should be, have better rates than uh, drivers who uh, who are riskier drivers. That only stands to reason. I can't be... Uh, I, I'm surprised, frankly, that it hasn't happened already because why would they be lumped in with people who have spiked the numbers in that particular postal code area. It really discriminates against them, doesn't it? Well, the way, and, and I'm getting into inside baseball stuff here, but the, but the way the regulations are currently written, companies can uh, set rates for areas if they have X number of policies. So by doing that, they have to group drivers in, um, in, in areas, and those areas have to be sort of contiguous or connected. Um, so there are some, as I said, outdated regulations that if you look at replacing them and modernizing things, uh, will allow for greater flexibility and allow for people to shop around and, and likely get better rates than in some instances they may be seeing today. Well, is there enough competition in the industry? I mean, look, when Andrea Horvath prompted Kathleen Wynne to promise as a stretch goal, it turns out, a 15% reduction in auto insurance rates, that never came to pass. Uh, is it because of lack of competition? Why didn't that come to pass? Well, the problem and the issue really was the fact that 
what we needed to do rather than set artificial targets is look at the base issue, which is um, the insurance product. And, and there have been studies. There was a study um, that the last government um, uh, had done and it's still sitting on a shelf where it talks about making some, some serious reforms to the insurance uh, market, insurance product in Ontario. So we need to really address the core issue uh, rather than setting artificial numbers. And, and giving people choice in terms of their ability to shop around, competition, as we know with business, is a good thing. Uh, the lack of competition really is, is what's driving uh, British Columbia and their government-run insurance uh, provider to, uh, to have the title now of most expensive insurance, uh, auto insurance in, in Canada. Uh, people in British Columbia, if they're uh, dissatisfied with the price they're paying, they don't have a choice. They can't shop around because the government is the only game in town there for auto insurance. Right. So, and so public insurance doesn't work, even though that model has been touted occasionally here in this province. So finally, let me ask you, Pete, if this is a case where uh, these two individuals uh, on opposite sides of the aisle in the legislature hoping to reach some kind of consensus, I guess they're looking for reform. That's the key word here. Are you... Uh, bullish on reform in the province, either through this private, these private members' bills or otherwise it will bring the subject to the fore and uh, it needs to be addressed and you're eagerly anticipating that with the Insurance Bureau or not? Well, that's right. That's the latter point. You know, as, as an industry, uh, uh, IBC, our member companies, recognize that we have to do some, have some serious reforms. And so this is good in the sense that we're starting to generate the conversation here. Uh, you know, you've got members from both sides of the House who have addressed this as an issue. So um, we've had many conversations with um, members uh, from all three parties, um, and now we've got a fourth party, and, and we've even met uh, with the leader of the Green Party as well to talk about some of the, those challenges that we're seeing. So we're fully supportive of making these reforms because ultimately, at the end of the day, we want to work with government to fix auto insurance, and we want to make sure that drivers... Uh, um, are, are the beneficiary uh, of those reforms. We want the, the realities to reflect uh, what consumers are asking for, and um, that's an effective, affordable auto insurance product. Well, and some people are outraged that uh, there's a guaranteed return on investment for the insurance industry, or it, it ought to be lessened, and you say what? Well, and, and those are, again, targets and caps. Uh, it is uh, difficult to reach those those targets, especially in today's uh, economic environment. Uh, insurance companies um, have to invest their money wisely, so uh, their rates of return are probably where most of us are seeing if we invest in uh, bonds that are limited in scope. So those targets, uh, you know, as much as they would be nice to be hit, um, that, that's not the case. The reality is that the current economic environment, as we all see, uh, is one of low interest rates. All right. Well, we'll see exactly where these two individuals take this with their private members' bills and uh, if, in fact, it does lead to reform in the industry, because I think we're all in agreement, at least, uh, it's uh, necessary to do at this juncture. Thanks so much for your time, Pete, this afternoon. Always a pleasure. Thank you, John. All right. Pete Karagiorgios, again, Director of Consumer and Industry Relations with the Insurance Bureau of Canada. Yeah, I'm guessing these guys are going to have a bit of a fight on their hands, but uh, nonetheless, especially on this matter when he says how insurance rates are set, if Brampton does have, and he's got empirical evidence to back it, more accidents and higher claims per capita, how do you lessen that impact for the folks in that particular postal code? 
I don't want to have to assume the burden in part because guys in Brampton can't get it together. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm not on that train. Uh, that's not part of my ride.